on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. You're listening to Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark this Sunday morning. With me in the studio is Lisa Holloway, our guest for today. We've caught up with what Lisa's been up to since she sold her B&B Compton house. We know about the new branding and the new launch and we're all looking forward to hearing more about that later on in the year. But in the meantime, it's summer and it's the time of year when lots of lovely seasonal produce about of course it's strawberry fortnight at the moment isn't it well well it's wimbledon so i I don't know this is officially strawberry uh fortnight but um it's definitely it was chocolate i know it was chocolate day the other day uh missed that one whoops um but yes obviously this time of year when strawberries are probably at their best and um very very popular yes it was strawberry sunday day on saturday apparently so um i heard that one it was ki- it was national kissing day on friday oh, missed it? that altogether <laughs> well you know hey ho you can't have everything can you <laughs> i will confess i did get a hug um but um no there was there, there was no kissing um involved i'm afraid <laughs> need to be more the plan ahead for next year perhaps make make better plans so uh, lots and lots of lovely seasonal food although of course given the weather and what they're saying we're, we're getting a bit i have noticed in the supermarket as well the um the greenery is a bit on the low side um i'm panicking that they say we might run out of lettuce very soon well it needs a lot of water yes absolutely yes yeah i mean i I live on salads um even in the winter i eat a lot of salads but of course at this time of year and you have to eat raw vegetables which are very good for you yes yes absolutely yes well i I do um but i would um i would be lost without my lettuce yes well, I suppose we should all be growing things. We should all have a lot. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny you should say that, actually. I've just had my garden cleared. Um, I've had a, a man who can, one of my many men who can, has been clearing all the jungle from my back garden. And he had, when, when, we did, when he did the first stage, he put all the weeds that he'd pulled up behind my shed. And the second stage, which was on Thursday, he took said weeds out of the way. And he said, we talked about, you know, the, the potential shortage of lettuce. And he said, what you should be doing is growing lettuces behind that shed. So there you go. I could, I could branch out, so to speak, into <laughs> lettuce growing. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's move on to um, a recipe. What okay. are you going to start with, Lisa? Well, the first thing I'm going to talk about is uh, we've got a sort of family soup that we do. I'm very lucky because my sister lives in Portugal, so we go out, the whole family go out, and we always make this soup, and it's easy to make. The children like it, the grown-ups like it, the teenagers like it, everybody likes it, <laughs> and it's so good for you. And it doesn't matter what quantity of each um, ingredient you use it's literally to do it to taste but it freezes beautifully and you can almost sort of feel the goodness when it <laughs> you can serve it cold like gazpacho if you want to although it's not as smooth as gazpacho it's a bit more lumpy um and you can serve it hot with um with um you know lovely breads or whatever you want but anyway we all sit on the terrace and everybody eats it and the children are always saying can you make this one <laughs> So, it's actually not mine, it's Anya's, who's my sister-in-law. Um, and of course in Portugal, and here now, you have these lovely big tomatoes, mm-hmm. that really smell of tomatoes. 
So um, you put those in boiling water and skin them. And then I use fennel, onions, garlic, peppers, celery, chilies, and everything except the tomatoes um, are put in the oven and bake so that the, the chilies and the peppers have got really um, charred. Skin. Yes, yes. Mm. So skin all those and um, you can add sugar if you want to for the tomatoes, you can add salt and pepper and then put the chilies in however many you want. Some people like it hotter than others. <laughs> and just put the whole lot in a food processor with either vegetable stock, homemade or bought, or, or some passata or even tomato juice if you haven't got anything else. And either serve it cold or hot, but I absolutely love it because it's so full of goodness. You can you can taste all the vegetables, um, and then if you've got some nasturtiums, which I I made this for some friends the other day, because it's such a beautiful colour. This soup, isn't it? nasturtiums. You can decorate on the top, and of course you can eat them and they're peppery. No, oh, I'm, I'm going blank for a minute. What colour are nasturtiums? They're sort of yellow and red right, and orange. Yes. Mm. And if mm. you put a little little clump in them, yes. Side, mm. Um, and then some nice warm bread. I mean, it's a meal in itself. And we have a sample which is outside the studio because we're not allowed to bring it into the studio. But I'm going to try it um, while we're playing a little bit of music a little bit later on. Um, and I will report back. So, um, does it freeze? It freezes beautifully. And it's great to have in the freezer because, you know, you never know who's going to turn up. Sure. Yeah. You know, if somebody turns up and you need a meal, you can put cheese on top. You, can, you know, you can do all sorts of things with it. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I ask about the freezing from my own point of view as somebody who lives on their own. Obviously, um, batch cooking things is, yeah, is a well, popular. Yeah. I, I live on my own. Yeah, too now, yeah. And I and I I do a huge batch of this and then freeze it. In yes. Mm, so I've always mm, got yeah, something so. nice to come home to. Brilliant. But it's it's great, and I've never met anybody who didn't like it. And you know, feeding teenagers is a bit tricky at the moment because you know, I've got a sixteen-year-old and a thirteen-year-old, and you know, they don't want to eat this now. But they both love this. And good for vegetarians, vegan as well. I, I it's vegan and vegetarian. I mean, you can you can start off with a little bit of butter if you wanted to, but I just used um, you know I just used olive oil. Um, and the other thing I do with it sometimes is I put homemade meatballs in this in, and use it as a, mm -hmm. use it as a sauce. Yes, yeah. Mm. Um, and I perhaps, if I was doing that, use less fennel and onions and more tomatoes. But it's fantastic, and um, and the kids love the, the meatballs in this as well. So it's it's sort of pleases everybody. Absolutely, I was thinking we're talking the veg the. Vegan question, obviously, was um, yeah. thinking of Rachel, Rachel yes. um, because I, I know she's been to your to your place and yes. um, you've cooked vegan for her. Um, but the other great thing about it is, it takes about fifteen minutes to make this start to finish, <laughs> which is always a Absolutely, and and again, as you say, if you can eat it off, hot or cold yes. at this time of year, um, is is perfect. Mm. But come the winter, I, I have to say. Um, tomato soup in general there is nothing more com comforting than than yes. a, a, a hot tomato yes, know, a yes. oh yes but this is lovely because you can taste all those vegetables you know it's sort of english summer in a soup <laughs> so that's anya anya's 
Anya's tomato soup. We will um, make a note of the details for that. We'll put it on the website a little bit later on, probably this afternoon uh, when I get home, or or maybe early in the week. Um, right, we're gonna we're gonna have a bit of music, but before we do that, um, at least I think we are. I'm trying to. I, I really am struggling with my. Um, I said earlier, I think I need a stronger pair of glasses. I think it's time I had my eyes tested again. Yes, we are going to have another piece of music. Before we do that, um, we won't get into the detail, but what, what are we going to have as the next recipe after this piece of music? Well, please? then I was going to do a main course, and I always think simple is best. Absolutely. So I've got um, some fish with either homemade mayonnaise or um, um, a lovely... Um, avocado sauce. Ah, now you've got me there with the avocado. And I've also got a lovely <laughs> homemade piri piri chicken recipe. You know, what do you have in Portugal? You have piri piri chicken. Yes, absolutely. Chips and salad. <laughs> but homemade piri piri sauce. Adelda and Chasing Pavements. You're listening to the girls around town here on Radio Newt this Sunday morning. We're into the second hour. We've got just over half an hour left of the show before we hand over to Craig for his Sunday lunch. And talking about lunch um, or dinner or any kind of meal, Lisa Holloway is in the studio with me. We're talking about summer recipes. And just so that you know, whilst Adele was playing, I popped out into the reception area where Lisa's uh, tomato, or sorry, Anya's tomato soup was waiting to be sampled. Now, I am not uh, particularly keen on spicy foods, but um, there's a bit of a kick to this, but it, not so much that it put me off it was is delicious i haven't um finished it i'll see how i go if i do finish it i think it's the first time i've had tomato soup for breakfast i must say <laughs> <laughs> but there's a first time for everything isn't yes, there <laughs> so um what i will do is i'll probably have a little bit more later on and if i leave any um maybe matt or vicky might want to give it a try tomorrow morning right so lisa we are moving on to uh the main course yes well i, mean, I think you know, apart from salads, I don't think you want to eat massively heavy, no. heavy meals no. in summer. And um, so I, you know, we have lots of chicken. You can barbecue it. You can put it in the oven. And obviously in Portugal we have chicken piri piri, which is which is delicious. But it's nice to make it yourself. Actually, I think it's it's lovely, and um, and it's so easy. So you just squash up a, a garlic, um, some lemon juice, red wine. I use red wine vinegar. You could, I suppose, you could use white wine vinegar. But I use red wine. Um, a little bit of lemon zest and some chilies. I put oregano in it because they have so much oregano in Portugal, and I love to bring that back. <coughs> Salt and pepper, paprika, and olive oil, and it, it's just so easy. You just whiz it up. I don't think you need to make it very. A lot of people make piri piri sauce, which is very thick. Mm -hmm. like a sort of big creamy thing I don't like that at all I like it to be almost liquid um, and heat it up in the you know in a saucepan see how much chilli you want in it get it right don't blow everybody's head off just coat the chicken you know as you would normally with anything else and, and then put it in the oven and it is just divine with Salad and chips, what, you, you know, it's the perfect meal, really. I, I must admit, I've never been to Portugal, and I, and I haven't tried piri piri chicken, but it sounds wonderful. Oh, you must go. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's, 
you know, I think it's nice actually to sort of stick by your, your good old favourites and, and oh, definitely, very, yes, you know, yes, the, the better. And um, I had some friends for, for lunch the other day, and I did fish. You could do white fish, you could do salmon, you could do you know whatever you like. And actually, I made some homemade mayonnaise, which I adore. It's a bit like alchemy. I love watching it come together <laughs> as you as you pour in the oil slowly. But then um, I also did an avocado sauce, which is really nice because avocados are gorgeous. Yes, yes, and I, I love I love avocados. And I really do. Yes, yes. You, know, you just mash up the avocados with with olive oil, and um, I put some um, creme fraiche in, and a little bit of English mustard, actually. And lemon juice. That I didn't put chilli in this, which makes a change. Actually, none of these dishes have got alcohol in which is very unusual for me to do. The, the avocado one sounds very similar to a, a recipe that I saw on one of the websites that I follow, which was for um, pasta in an avo- a creamy avocado sauce. And it sounds very, very similar mm. and definitely something that would appeal to me. And I love mayonnaise. Mm. Uh, but... Um, one of the things that I don't like, I, I, I must admit I haven't made my own mayonnaise, perhaps I should try, but one of the things I don't like about mayonnaise is the fact that when you go into the shops these days, they're all, they've all got something in them. Yeah. I, I noticed, I was trying to find mayonnaise the other day. I can go with lemon mayonnaise, that's fine, but I don't want caramelised onion in my no, mayonnaise. I don't want, I'm sorry, piri piri sauce in my um, <laughs> mayonnaise. And there was something else as well that I thought, I mean, they're, they're all sort of um, spicy, curry, yeah, whatever. You know, yes, yes, yes. And actually what you want is a classic mayonnaise. English mayonnaise. Yes. And I think people are frightened of making it because they think it's complicated. In fact, it probably takes as long to make the mayonnaise as it does to get the bottle out of the fridge. And <laughs> You know, and it's a lovely, it's a lovely colour because you've got your egg yolks, um, which you whiz up with salt and pepper and some mustard. And I use a food presser. I don't use um, <coughs> old um, whisk. And then you just very, very, very carefully pour the oil in. And as you do that, it becomes like mayonnaise. It's fantastic, and it's just so rewarding. And you can put herbs in it if you want to, or chives, or yeah, whatever. yeah. And it's just gorgeous, and you feel very clever. And yes, it's oh, a, 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 a little bit of magic. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's <is> like magic. <laughs> so, um, and 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 you would you use that mayonnaise on? I use it on fish. I use uh, it on sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I use it with you know cold bacon. Who <laughs> likes to say that? Um, you know anything? Egg sandwiches. It's just gorgeous, and it's nice if you're serving um, fish, as I did the other day, to serve, you know, a, perhaps a spoonful of mayonnaise and a spoonful of um, the avocado mm-hmm, sauces. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. And people can have a bit of both. Absolutely. Um, I, I've, I've been watching just lately um, on TV. I've, I've got really into, the, now I'm, I'm behind, they are um, several series back, but I've got really into MasterChef USA and MasterChef Australia. Um, and they, they are amazing. They really are. Nothing like MasterChef over here. Um, they start with thousands of competitors you don't see them obviously but they whittle it down to about 20 and then they um the competitors are away from home for months on end Mm. it takes a long time this this competition gordon ramsay is the chief judge i suppose is the chief judge on the american one um and he's actually quite quite um pleasant for Gordon Ramsay. I I had this vision of Gordon Ramsay as being so, you know, sort of um, sweary and horrible sometimes. But yes, they they do a bit of bleeping. But um, I have to say I prefer the Australian one. The Australian one, um, they seem to be more 
um, accomplished with their cooking. They do mm. fancier stuff. And they're also much more team-spirited. The Americans can be really horrible to each other. It's incredible. But what, what it made me think of was the fact that when they're, when they're making these dishes, um, they're given mystery boxes or they're given challenges, whatever. And quite frequently they have to do sauces. And, and they do that thing of sweeping it across the dish so it looks like somebody stepped it. You know what um, I mean? Yes, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Mm, yeah. I think people are getting a bit fed up with all this fancy cooking. Yes, yeah. I think, you know, we don't need micro flowers and micro herbs and tweezers and all that ridiculous nonsense. And I just, I don't want to eat snail porridge or... <laughs> I, I just want to eat a nice meal. Yes. <laughs> so I think the best thing, the best thing you can do is buy simple, good ingredients. Yes. Know where they come from. Yes and make your own and because if you're making your own sauces it's got nothing in it that you don't understand quite yes so preservatives. okay yes my mayonnaise probably lasts three days in the fridge at tops but you know there must be something in a in a jar that's keeping it there for, for months yes and months. So definitely yes I think the simpler the better. I, I, I say this on a, a regular basis. I'm sure I say it on air as well. When I, when I first started training, I was told, if you can't spell it or pronounce it mm. as an ingredient, don't eat it. That's true. And I, you know, I gave it, if it's got more than five ingredients, you yes. don't want it. No, no, no. You don't need so, them, do you? Um, no. what, what could be easier than some really good fish? homemade mayonnaise some delicious salad i mean you're made that's right i mean I, i'm living at the moment on poached salmon uh, almost I, mean, I do i do vary it obviously usually with baked chicken uh, but um cold you know, poached salmon that's cold yeah, you know, or, or, or baked salmon whatever chicken. yeah mm. it's very versatile mm. wonderful you're listening to the girls around town here on radio new with me june rollins and my guest for today lisa holloway we are talking about seasonal food and we've come to the best bit because it's always the best bit isn't it we like puddings so we're on to puddings we mentioned earlier on strawberries because it's that time of year everybody uh, well i say everybody's watching wimbledon and eating strawberries but of course a lot of us are watching footy instead however uh still eating the strawberries and making the most of it so lisa has a strawberry pud for us she's going to tell us about and not unusually it's got lots of alcohol in it which is awesome. oh, so you're making up for the for the other two courses <laughs> and i suppose some people would say that this is um i don't know it, it, you're cooking the strawberries so some people might not like that because they think you know strawberries should only be eaten um, as they come but actually I think this is lovely and this is um, my brother-in-law Perry's recipe who lives in Amsterdam and he told me that he wooed his wife with this recipe so Hilkia said she'd marry him after after he gave her this put and he made it for us this weekend I took my grandson for his 16th birthday present to Amsterdam for the weekend to stay with his cousin I think he's recovered now. <laughs> but anyway, it was so delicious. And so Perry very kindly let me have the recipe, which is so easy, it's not true. Um, and you only need a little bit of it. You don't need a sort of huge bowlful. So um, you put some sugar in a frying, in a pan. Now, it could be white sugar, brown sugar, it doesn't matter, it's up to you. But just very gently let it caramelise. It doesn't want to go black or start, you know, burning or anything. Just really, really keep your eye on it stand there all the time and then stir into it um 400 grams of fresh strawberries and this is about two or three people so if you want more just put more strawberries in um and after about four minutes the strawberries will really melt down they'll be glossy and and covered in the lovely caramel 
And then you add, well, I added Cointreau. He added Amaretto. <gasps> so oh, I'm, I'm an Amaretto girl. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> and you just keep stirring that until the alcohol evaporates. And you've got this lovely, glossy... And the strawberries are still holding their shape. Mm, they've, mm. they've melted down. So then on a... Well, you could serve it on a plate. It's lovely if you serve it in a glass. Put some um, vanilla ice cream on the plate or in the in the glass and top it with the strawberries. So the vanilla ice cream sort of melts into this gorgeous, creamy, delicious stuff. Now, in Holland they eat so much chocolate and sugar, I couldn't believe it. So it, Perry topped this pudding with whipped sugared cream, which I don't, I think it's too much. Mm -hmm. I think the, the lovely, um, the lovely ice cream and the hot strawberries is enough. Oh my God, it's good. I can see why she died. Because <laughs> I said, no, 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 I'm swimming. I don't want pudding. And I watched everybody else have it. And it really was delicious. And Hilke said, this is why I married it. You'd have to so say you'd have to say yes to a bloke that yes, would do that for you. Still it for work, which is great. <laughs> and it's so easy, and it's just nice to have strawberries in a different form, and you know. Yes. Yes. And, and of course, you could serve it with biscuits. You can make your own biscuits, or you can you can buy little amaretti biscuits, whatever you know, whatever you want to do. But it really is yummy. Sold on that one, I think. Lisa. And I like quick recipes. As you yes. Nobody wants to be labouring in the kitchen for hours. That, that one's definitely got to be worth a try, yes. Mm. Uh, and especially, um, as we say, at this time of year, take advantage of all those lovely strawberries that are available in the shops mm. and, and on the markets and, and whatever. And try... Do, do we have a name for it, or is it just, well, just lovely strawberries? strawberries. <laughs> 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 I suppose if you if you um, put your mind to it, you're being creative, you, you could work something in to do with the, um, the proposal and, and, and the... Uh, the romance of it and whatever, but yeah, yeah Perry's strawberry sounds it. fine. Yes, <laughs> Emily Sando there, and next to me, and next to me in the studio at the moment is Lisa Holloway, our guest for today. We've gone through a full meal, um, not literally, obviously, although we did have a bit of a, a starter um, out in reception earlier on. We were on the uh, tomato soup earlier on, but we've had started, we've had main course, and we've had what sounds like the most wonderful dessert, and I definitely am going to try making that at some point during the week. So, Lisa, um, just sort of summing up, well, what I haven't mentioned is mint, which is, you know, a quintessential summer English herb. And I love it because you can put it in drinks, obviously. Yes. Um, you can put it with strawberries, just... And the thing I haven't mentioned is breakfast. Obviously, I'm not cooking bacon. <laughs> and you haven't had a sausage since September. <laughs> but what is lovely is if you get some really beautiful seedless green, seedless grapes... Um, and just cut them in half and mix them with strawberries which you cut in half or raspberries but strawberries are the best and just chop up lots of mint mm -hmm. and put a little tiny bit of well you don't have to have anything but melon is lovely as well and I just put a tiny bit of homemade elderflower cordial over the top but you don't need to do that just chop up those three fruits with lots of mint put them in a glass or a little bowl and summer breakfast gorgeous no calories? No. Neither has no. the soup, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> the soup is really good if you're swimming because it's filling, but it's not fatting. Yes. Unless, of course, you eat 
tons of chunky bread with butter on it. Quite, yes, <laughs> yes. And of course, it's it's definitely at least one of your five a day, if not more. Yes, uh, it's about ten a day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so mint, and you, and you said Moroccan mint. I've got mint. some Moroccan mint, which is, which is really lovely. Um, I grow lots of mint because I use lots of it. It's great to decorate with, but it's also, you know, you can put it in almost anything. It's, um, it's just lovely. And I, I, I like eating fruit for breakfast, so that's, you know, anything that looks pretty and is... Um, not too filling and it's not too dry I think it looks lovely yes I, I have um, most mornings I have fruit I usually have berries usually blueberries mm. um, with a little yogurt um, full fat Greek good oh. yogurt it's good for you um, and I try because I do try to limit the amount of fruit I have later on in the day I, yeah. I respond quite quickly to the sugar in fruit I mean fruit is really good for you but you've got to let's face it it does have sugar in it uh, natural sugar admittedly yes, and i actually respond to it much. yeah yeah and, um so a banana three times a week after training i'm allowed um and i do have the occasional apple because an apple a day you know as they say yeah. uh, maybe not an apple a day but yeah um but i couldn't live without my blueberries that's for sure um well, and I'm, I'm at the moment raspberries as well um yes. I'm, I'm quite into my raspberries as well yeah. uh so um that's my that's my go-to breakfast blueberries and, and yogurt with a sprinkle of um uh flaked almonds on the top as well and a bit of cinnamon a yeah. little bit of cinnamon yeah. yes cinnamon. yeah so <laughs> so um we are sitting here talking about food and, and starting to feel hungry and it's almost lunchtime anyway it so um <laughs> it's probably just as well before we leave the studio i'm certainly going to finish off my tomato soup anyway and um enjoy that so sorry Matt and Vicky, if you're listening, there will not be any in the fridge waiting for you when you come in tomorrow morning. And I should also apologise to Phil. Um, I heard him say on his show this morning, and then I forgot when I came in, uh, when, I, when I first came in, um, I heard him say that he was hungry and he was hoping that the girls around town would be bringing some food. I forgot to apologise to him here in person, so if you're listening, Phil, I'm apologising now that this Sunday I came empty-handed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have hung around you could have had some tomato soup um, but obviously Phil was um, busy dashing off to do other things I'll um, try and remember to bring something in for him next Sunday uh, we'll, we'll see I, I might be generous who knows I might have made strawberries um, you never know Lisa it's been lovely to see you, Thank you for asking. don't really leave it so long next time no, you must come and see us again when I'm launching. Yes, indeed, and and, and you must keep us um, keep us up to date, and uh, particularly your website, so that we yeah. know um, how to get in touch with you and find out more about both um, the new business venture and, and also your back catalogue of recipes yes. as well. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> we will get those recipes for today's dishes from Lisa, and I will get them from Lisa later on today. And as soon as I get a minute, I'll pop them up onto the website, and hopefully you. Will be able to try them i certainly will be trying them and i will be reporting back as soon as i've tried well, that I hope, strawberry I hope one enjoys them and isn't put off by the fact oh they're sort of ordinary and uh, you know because actually if you do them really properly they're not ordinary they're just good english food, absolutely food there, there is nothing <laughs> wrong with simplicity is there no. um i mean all these 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 fancy meals that you see served on strange platters and yeah. slates, slates and things like that with 
um, stripy bits of sauces and no no good simple healthy food and ideally simple for the chef to prepare yeah. as well oh. yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> right lisa we will we will undoubtedly see and speak to you again before too long the best of luck with your preparations you. for the I launch really happy um, yes and um i hope you do too right we're going to have a bit more music this one is uh well it kind of relates back to tuesday in a way i suppose because for a lot of us tuesday evening was one night in heaven and people there and one night in heaven well we're almost out of time here on the girls around town radio newark this morning so in fact it's almost this afternoon we are um who, what are we doing next week? oh yes i've already told you haven't i next weekend of course is the newark book festival so on sunday morning rachel and rosalind will both be down in the marketplace they'll be calling back into the studio yours truly i'll be sitting here as usual taking the calls and talking not only to rachel and rosalind themselves but also to some other people taking part in the festival so with a bit of luck we will have sarah bullimore the organizer chatting to us about how things have gone so far uh, we will also have um so i'm trying i'm i'm gesticulating through the window to lisa she's got she had a question for me we will also have um some of the people taking part in terms of stand holders perhaps talking to us about what they're there for and what they um have experienced in newark over the weekend and with a bit of luck we might even get one or two of the visitors to the town who've come to enjoy our second book festival of the year so that's next sunday the sunday after i think if i remember rightly we have another old friend coming in sarah willis sarah is a civil celebrant she'll be talking to rachel and myself um a week uh, two, two weeks today and then the week after that we are back to well-being slots so uh, Rosalind will be in the studio with uh, with Rachel and myself so we've got a busy time ahead in the meantime have a fantastic week coming up as I say the weather's going to cool off a tiny little bit but it's still going to be bright and sunny and there is no sign of any rain for at least the next seven days looking at this um, screen in front of me enjoy the football uh, hopefully this time next week we will be saying right we're off home now to go and get ready to watch england bring it home but in the meantime of course we have the semis um on is it tuesday i think it's tuesday um if i or is it wednesday no it might be wednesday wednesday i think which is probably just as well because we've got a presenters meeting on tuesday right that's it for me i'm going to hand over now to craig he's going to be with you after the news with his usual sunday lunch show and then of course we've got music and all sorts of things going on throughout the rest of the day here on radio newark enjoy and enjoy the sunshine because um, it's still here we love love.